everyone, and welcome back to Crossroads Minute. The podcast where we analyze the 2002 Britney Spears vehicle in Crossroads one minute at a time. I'm your co-host, Aaron. I'm your co-host, James. And we're at minute seven, which is gonna be a short one. Oof, yep. It begins with the rest of yesterday's line, to be the valedictorian. Uh-huh. She worked really hard. Yep. Pop. Right. To be the valedictorian. And it goes on through, I guess it's just the pressure. It's one one scene. Just Yep. This entire scene is Lucy basically saying, I didn't get to be a teenager. And right. her dad being like, yeah, because you're going to be a doctor. Right. I mean, that's essentially what it boils down yeah. to. I have three notes. I said, why didn't it uh, Why didn't it feel like anything? That's the first note I have, and I don't remember what the context of it is. She said, I was walking up there to get my valedictorian. Right. And she's to like, get well, my valedictorian. Yeah, I assume that's, <laughs> that's what they say. Said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never having gotten one myself. Why didn't it feel like anything? I said, oof, relatable. Yeah. And then dad says, it felt great. Yeah. I think this is sort of pre-helicopter parenting, but that's, I think he was sort of like, so what's our homework for tonight? And right. And stuff like that. I have a hard time with Dan Aykroyd in this movie. Okay. Because he's the worst. Yeah. But in such an earnest and not... Like, Kit's mom is the worst. He's, like, he clearly just wants the best for her. Right. And what is, quote unquote, best for her is a little overshadowed by his own desire for her to be more than he is. Right. Be, and this is me pulling stuff in from later in the movie and all, but, like, he he honestly means well. Yeah. And so my only other note was, I both want Dan Aykroyd to be my dad and also to slap him. Yeah. I'm getting some strong, like, Papa Sites vibes. Mm-hmm. But, like, if Papa Sites thought that he knew better than everybody yeah well if papa sites was any more involved in the newsies lives yeah i feel like we would have seen something like this yeah whereas like jack it makes sense for you to join up with the newsie like you know like sort of explain you know explaining him to him about why it makes sense for him to do that even though it doesn't make sense to do it on another level yeah i kind of really related to this minute i said this minute hits really hard yeah. I definitely have struggled with, holy crap, I've missed out on life yeah. by not doing things. Like, sure. sometimes I think about, I hear about, you know, other people's high school experiences and other people's college experiences, and it's so vastly different from what I experienced mm-hmm. in terms of, like, parties and adventures and stuff. Yeah. I mean, we had adventures and stuff like that, but, like... I think I was so worried about getting in trouble yeah, that I didn't do things that I might have had fun doing. I think that's kind of what is happening with Lucy. That's here. what I'm saying. Like She's not necessarily worried about getting in trouble, but worried about letting her dad down. Well, and like, I'm no valedictorian as I've previously, previously, I can't even speak. <laughs> you're doing great. I can't give a valedictorian speech. I can't even talk. I've almost got it. Let you decide uh, if you're going to leave that in. <laughs> um, yeah, so like, I, I mean, like I'm no valedictorian, but like, I think as this is like an extreme example of definitely something I've felt up to and including like recently Yeah. where I'm like, holy crap, I can't get any of that time back. Like I, I spent so much time worrying about this or worrying about that, that I didn't actually have fun with my friends or I didn't like you know have have a fun time instead of just brooding or whatever yeah and it's different but 
also sort of the same. Yeah. Missing fear of missing out on like an existential level. Yeah. Um, I really related to it a lot in this. It's you know, Brittany has some really lovely minutes in this movie mm-hmm. where I'm kinda like, Okay, wow, like she actually she she's doing a good job. Yeah. There are a lot of moments, and we'll get to one later this week, where, you know, once again, she has Britney Spears on screen in a movie. But in this mm. minute, I really, like, I mean, she was crying. Yeah. And it didn't feel fake or forced. No. Like, I mean, it's, because I imagine Britney Spears probably related to this a whole bunch. I'm Think sure she did. Think about everything that Britney Spears missed out on about being a normal teenager. Absolutely. This probably hit real hard for her. Yeah. And I bet as she's delivering this line about missing out on parties at Hemingsfield and going to football games, she's probably sitting there thinking, yeah, I didn't do any of that. And I mean, like, yeah, I'm Britney fucking Spears, but would have been kind of nice to just be Britney Spears cheerleader. Right. Or a Britney Spears marching band member. And or Britney Spears valedictorian. Exactly. Well, yeah. but that would have put her right back in the position of not ever going to parties or having any fun because well, she was too busy doing science. What if she could just do it easily? Like, without missing out on anything? If she had a time turner, you mean? Or speed. Oh. And we're back to Empire Records. Got it. Okay. Sorry. I went, no, no, no. The, I, I wasn't I making that reference. magical speed? Yeah. Right. I wasn't making that reference and hoping you'd get it. I just realized that I was making it. Okay. So, I mean, like, this is a good scene, but it's... I mean, they take their time with it. And, like, yeah. I get why this was a whole minute. It would have felt yeah. weird if they cut away for whatever reason. Yeah. There also wasn't really anything to, like, look up. You know, like, as you're saying, it would have felt weird if they had cut away. I'm thinking about how weird the pacing has been in this movie up to this point. Yeah. They could very, very easily have cut this scene completely and had her have this conversation with Kit and Mimi later. Mm. Okay. Or with Ben. Right. Like, I think it's important for her to have the conversation where she's like, I didn't get to be a teenager because I was so busy trying to meet my dad's approval and make him proud of me. Yeah. She didn't need to have that conversation with her dad. In fact, she probably would have done better not to have it with her dad because her dad clearly didn't get it. That like that makes me sad in a way because I do think that he's a good dad and I think that he really is trying Yeah. both to get, like to understand, and I almost said to get it, but that takes us into maybe a different... Uh, territory but like he really is trying to understand and he's just he's not being willfully blind so i do feel like her saying directly to him i'm sad because my high school experience is over and i didn't have one right and he's like sure you did you made great grades right it feels like it that that's the like the reason that i want to slap him a little bit because he's just not listening right and what we see of their relationship later on it feels a little disingenuous to the character to me for him to not be listening to her right yeah instead of saying i hear you and i understand but think about what missing out on those experiences will get you right in the future right think about how far ahead you already are yeah as opposed to just no, it felt great watching you be valedictorian. Right. We got valedictorian. Yeah. Two I th- want to rewrite this movie. Well, yeah. I mean, it's, it's Crossroads Minute from the people that made your Newsies Minute. Yeah. We just, we take things apart and remake them. Uh-huh. Better. Yeah. Um, it made me think <laughs> of two things. Uh, one, I really loved and was heartbroken by him coming in with that framed mm-hmm. d- diploma, I guess. That was her diploma. Yeah. And looking so stoked. 
Yeah. Like, he was like, frame's here. Let's put it up on the wall. Yeah. Um, but also, it's sort of like, do you ever have this experience where you thought you and a friend had a connection via some sort of pop culture? Sure. And so, and like, it was the sort of friendship where it was like, we don't talk about like emotional stuff. We don't talk about whatever. We talk about Twilight. Okay. Mary is my Twilight friend. We only talk about Twilight. Sure. I'm relating so hard to this right now. Yeah. And I know I'm painting a very vivid picture. It's a very vivid picture of my friend Mary with whom I only talk about Twilight. No. What? No, you're joking with me. I am absolutely fucking with you. Okay, right now. good. I read the first Twilight, and yeah. that was more than enough. I was sure. I, yeah, right. no, I okay, am not good. a Twilight fan, and I don't know anyone named right. Mary. Right. That's a lie. I did go to high school with someone named Mary, and I had a boss named Mary. We did not talk about Twilight. Right. But so every time you see Mary, you talk about Twilight until one day she's like, I have wasted so much of my life worrying about Twilight, and I just, I didn't live any of my life. Because I was so invested in ships and vampires and Italy and all sorts of Twilight stuff. There's Italian vampire mob. Oh, okay. That I didn't live my life. And you're like, uh, we had great times talking about Twilight. What about all the times with Twilight and me? What about me? Remember all those midnight release parties? Your Twilight buddy. High five? Twilight five? I think that sort of what he's feeling is... If you feel like you wasted your time with this valedictorian thing, then it takes away from my feeling like I'm a good dad because, look, my kid made valedictorian, and I helped. It's right. val- It's valedictorian, and I helped. Yeah. <laughs> and so her being like, oh, I'm realizing now that maybe uh, we did high school wrong, and maybe I should have done any sort of fun stuff. Yeah. It hasn't been like, oh, crap. You know, I, I sort of feel like he's like, Oh, but I thought our thing was, let's do school. Yeah. And now you're saying, our thing isn't, let's do school. Our thing is, oh, crap, I've wasted so much time on this thing that I thought we were bonding on. Yeah. I, I, I hadn't, when I watched the movie, I didn't think of it like that. I sort of more related to her. Yeah. But from his perspective, I'm sort of relating, I, I sort of understand, I've definitely, one time I thought my friend Riley and I were Kanye West buds. And then I talked to him about a Kanye West thing. He's like, I actually don't like Kanye West that much. And I was driving a car or else I would have gone and jumped in a lake just because I was like, oh, crap. Just because from a personal level, I don't like generally talking about things that the other person is like, I don't like that. Right. Even if it's something I do like, it's a whole people pleasing thing. But I feel like exactly. I feel like that's what Dan Aykroyd's like. But he's like, also, you're valedictorian. The world's your oyster. You're going to be a doctor. How can you not be stoked? Yeah. But on the other hand, I also... I mean, like, it's just a good scene. This is like the end of Dead Poet Society. A little bit. Is kind of this existential crisis I'm having where I'm like, I mean, I totally relate to the kid, but also the parents are kind of right. Yeah. I mean, I don't think... I think I think we can all agree, and I think Pete or Pop eventually will agree with us that efforts have been pushed in areas that maybe they should not have been pushed as hard in. Sure. But, I mean, like, I get it, but, like... Oof, this scene is rough. Yeah, it really is. I could use some pop punk in my life. Well, um, I can't help you with that, but how about some Twitter? Okay, let's do that. Okay, well, we're on Twitter. 
Uh, we're at Crossroads underscore men. Individually, I'm at Unabashedly Aaron. And I'm at Unabashed James. We are also on the Scavengers Network, which can be found on Twitter at Scavengers Net. And we are alongside some really great shows, such as... Such as Unnatural 20s. Yeah, which at the time of recording has just joined the network. Mm-hmm. And we are so delighted to have them as pod siblings. Mm-hmm. They are... It, it's a It's a fascinating concept for a show. It's <sighs> a little maddening that it came about from someone else's brain other than James's because it's the most James concept I think I've ever heard for a podcast. It's it's truly excellent. They every week there's a new DM, quote unquote DM, who is literally just the one that rolls the dice and consults the list. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a list of 20 quests, which are sometimes questions or discussion topics or like more immersive like uh, I listened to one where it was like you're at a costume party where your costume polymorphs you into that thing. Oh, okay. I someone, haven't heard that one yet. Someone is trying to kill the wizard that threw the party. You have to figure out who it is and take them out. Wow. So okay. pick your costume, figure it out, who are you going to kill, all this stuff. I'm pretty sure your be- your best bet for a costume is Doctor Who. Oh, interesting. But I haven't listened. Sherlock would also be a pretty decent choice. Oh. They didn't, hmm, that's a, that's a very interesting route that they didn't take. Oh. Caitlin was Squirrel Girl. Okay. Uh, McKenna was Medusa because she has wild hair. Sure. And then Devante was a, a robot in the, like, classic boxy sense. Okay. But he used his scanning, he had a scanning ability. Oh, okay. Know. Interesting. Um, But turning into a, a sleuth would have been a very interesting way of taking it. Yeah. This is the kind of, exactly the kind of thing that Unnatural 20s brings you, which is like, well, how would I have answered that? What would I have done? Yeah. Um, which is very, very cool. It's a really fun show, yeah. and everybody listening to this should go check it out. Absolutely. You can check out that show and all the other shows on the Scavengers Network by going to scavengersnetwork.com and go visit our beautiful website and... Go see, there's podcast clips you can listen to. You can see pictures of people on the network. Mm-hmm. All sorts of stuff. It's a great website. Yeah. We managed to get a much longer than I think either one of us expected episode out of this extremely note light minute. And tomorrow I'll get the pop punk I requested. Oh, good. Yeah. But until then, hey, James. Yeah. Let's be best friends forever. We will. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.